Hear elevated conversation on crucial issues. Boyd Matheson on Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today, as always. I am Boyd Matheson. And as we round out the program today, I've been thinking a lot since my conversation and interview with Yeonmi Park, a defector from North Korea, talking through the different empires that she lived under, the fact that she lived under an oppressive empire in North Korea, that she was then in China, sold into slavery, but ultimately ended up here in an empire that was free. And so all of this conversation, all of the things that we've been talking about as it relates to empires uh, has actually got me thinking about something else that I shared on Sunday edition this past week that I want to pass along because it's a different kind of empire It's an empire of the mind, and it actually goes back to a Harvard University commencement ceremony where none other than Winston Churchill was the keynote speaker. And Winston Churchill at Harvard uh, spoke somewhat prophetically about predicting the collapse of the most dominant military and political empires and that the world would then enter a new phase of development. The new phase, Winston Churchill foretold, was going to be one where creativity, innovation, ingenuity, personal initiative would really rule the day. And then in one of my favorite lines from Churchill, he said, the empires of the future will be the empires of the mind. I love that. And Churchill, of course, couldn't have been more right on that one. Here in America, we've been on this fast track of revolutionary development, technological breakthroughs, all kinds of transformational products and personalized services that we have in the world today. We now experience more change and more innovation in one of our 24-hour days than was created in decades of our grandparents' lives. The speed is just breathtaking. And in this fast-forward society, I always say that it's knowledgepreneurs that are always going to be in demand, people who are forever learners. Uh, They're almost always the most successful and highly compensated people, regardless of what profession or field of endeavor they're in. We've talked a lot about higher education lately on this show, and it's true that the shelf life of a university degree in a rapidly changing world is shrinking. In fact, there are a host of experts, including the Wall Street Journal, who have posited that those graduating with a degree only have about an 18-month head start in the workplace versus those who don't. So regardless of measurement or uh, advantage, the key for students exiting college with an eye towards creating their own career and professional empire, is really simple. Be a forever learner. We talk about that. I think the two most important takeaways a student should acquire from their time, from really from the time they enter kindergarten all the way through college graduation, is really simple. They need to learn how to learn, the discipline of learning, and they need to learn to love learning. So the discipline, knowing how to expand ideas, stretch knowledge, write, do those things, is absolutely vital. But sadly, much of our overstructured learning models, especially in higher education, uh, are creating this negative association to learning. So rather than fostering a love of learning, most people end up dreading it. And by the time they get done with college, they're done with learning. Now, most of us can think of a high-impact teacher or mentor in our world who really created space by showing us what they loved and made learning exciting. Uh, Sadly, in our models today, we don't really compensate those empire of the mind kind of teachers. Uh, We often do those who do research or write white papers for periodicals. Uh, And so it's it's a different matter when a teacher is able to transmit love of learning. That's where empires of the mind really begin. Uh, The late author and uh, famous historian David McCullough 
experienced an empire of the mind kind of teacher when he was at Yale. And it absolutely, literally changed his life and impacted millions all around the world. Uh, I remember during my time in Washington, D.C., appropriately sitting in the Library of Congress, (laughs) talking with David McCullough. And he described his experience at Yale with this teacher who transformed his world. So McCullough was an English major, uh, did not like history, by the way, but he actually had to have a history credit in order to graduate. He didn't like memorizing. He didn't like all of the dreaded parts of history. So he'd put this class off until his very last semester. So McCullough went in kind of grumbling to himself that the class was not even going to be taught by a real professor. It was a graduate assistant. Well, that graduate assistant, John Hubbard, walked into the room. And John Hubbard believed that the best way to teach was to show students what you love. So in a very magical moment, he informed the class that they would never, ever be tested on dates, locations, or events. The class would focus entirely on the stories and the principles of those who made history. David McCullough said right there in that Library of Congress moment, he said it was like the windows were blown open for me. He said that instant history was no longer a collection of facts and dates. It became an inexhaustible river of ideas to be explored. I love that. An inexhaustible river of ideas to be explored. And that really was the beginning of his empire of the mind. Of course, he went on to become a world-renowned historian. He was really the master of the art of narrative history, and his impact will be felt for generations to come. He was a forever learner right up to the day he passed away. McCullough taught me that discovery most often comes not from finding something unknown or long hidden, but from seeing afresh what has been on the table all along. McCullough's empire not only expanded to bridge the past and the present through history, he inspired many to begin work on their own empire of the mind. I remember talking with a high-tech executive who had actually gone through his, his phone list, on his contact list on his phone, and he had contacts with everybody, and he narrowed it down to just 70 people 70 people that he said, I will always take their call. I will always immediately respond to their text. And so I asked him, how do you get in that club? What's the, what's the requirement? He said, it's really simple. I just ask myself one question. Is this person still learning? And if they're still learning, they're always worth talking to. That's kind of the empires of the mind mantra for sure. So in every field, uh, there's opportunities to learn and grow and be successful Uh, But I think that Churchill got it right. Uh, The empires of the future really will be the empires of the mind. So a good question for all of us is, what are we doing to build that ourselves? Are we a forever learner? What are we doing to foster that in our organizations, businesses, and communities with our children and grandchildren? It truly is the reality uh, that if we are forever learners, uh, we have some great empires yet ahead. I think the basis of the empire of freedom is built on being a forever learner. Well, that wraps it up for us here on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson. Thanks for listening today. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. From the KSL Common Spirit Health Studios, this is KSL News Radio, Utah's news, traffic, and weather station.